What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Cut. I'm your host, Christian Williams, and I am here, as always, with Randy Hall. Randy, how are you, man? Excited. It's draft week. Uh, we're, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty, trying to get those last mock drafts out so people can judge us forever about how wrong we were. Uh, and I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mock drafts, you know, I almost, you know, I almost tweeted out today, mock drafts are the most pointless thing, and they're also the most fun thing to do. Uh, just to come up with yeah. diff- different scenarios that are happening in the draft, it's, uh, this is my favorite time. Draft season is the best season, and we're almost done with it, so I'm going to cherish these last uh, five, six days, uh, and really, you know, dive in. And that's what we're doing tonight. We're actually diving into some of the rumors uh, that have surrounded the NFL draft. We're going to do a little bit of a temperature check, give uh, some ratings uh, or some classifications on a ton of these draft rumors and kind of sift through what we think might be smoke or what we think is actually real and happening. But first, obviously, uh, let's not bury the lead. Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet. Randy, can you give me the trade details, please? Yeah, it's a little bit more extensive than we kind of thought it would be. Um, so Packers traded Aaron Rodgers, the 15th pick this year, and the 170th uh, pick this year to the Jets for the 13th pick, the 42nd pick, the 207th pick, and a conditional second next year. Uh, and it's, it's reported that it becomes a first if Rodgers plays 65% of this season. Is it this season? That's what I was going to ask. Is it, it would this have season? To be. Because the, the 24 draft happens before next season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Oh, that's silly. Yeah, of course. Um, so that's, and that's going to be 65% of the total year snaps, I would have to assume. Yeah. I mean, so that's a lot. That is a lot for a quarterback I mean, that flirted with retirement. I understand if you think that pushes you over the edge, but like that's a lot. I figured it would be the 42nd overall pick and then like a fourth rounder or a fifth rounder somewhere around there. And that'd be good. I don't know. Do you, do you think this is too much? No, not necessarily. Um, Cause I mean, in a sense, the, the Packers traded the 15 pick and 170 to go up to 13 and get us in 207. So those are just pick swaps, and then they get the forty-second pick, and then they get us at least a second next year, if not a first. Yeah. So it, in my mind, <laughs> this is a either a two and a one or two twos for Aaron Rodgers, and then to get the deal to be greased, there was a sweetener of pick swaps. Sure. See, I just feel like it like a two more... and a, a two and a one is too much for me. Like I wouldn't pay that. I, agreed. Like a two and a three, I'm kind of comfortable with. Um, yeah. And that's why me and you constantly were like conditional fourth, like you know, place even if it was at like place fifty percent of snaps is the third, you know, something like right. that to where you're not punished if he only plays one season because that's Aaron Rodgers. Let's be clear. I would expect him to play two years here for the Jets, but that's not guaranteed. Um, and if he's followed along the path, he's going to be laundering money soon. So we need to keep an eye on that. Uh, and also <laughs> in Minnesota. Shout outs there. Yeah, he'll be yes. in Minnesota soon. Uh, you know, and Kirk Cousins deals up after this year. It's really, um, funny. It's really crazy, the parallel. Yeah, it's but. not great. So that's, and that's why I think it's a bit much for the, the Jets, just because of the chance that Rodgers doesn't play for you next year. So you basically, there's a good chance you spend a second and a first for a one-year rental of a 41-year-old quarterback. And in the AFC where, 
does Aaron Rodgers push them into a Super Bowl contention? I'd, I'd argue he locks them into high playoff contention. Um, sure. right. Because I think we would all argue last year they were in a lot of games a quarterback away from winning. And they're picking almost all of them. And they were picking at 13. So that's not far off in playoffs already. You get a much, very big upgrade at quarterback. And, you know, even in short term. And then you figure it out. Yeah. Man, poor Zach Wilson. He should have never been the pick. That was a wild, wild decision. Um, That, and now they pay for it. You know, they, they had to go out. I mean, imagine this team with Justin Fields. Like that, I kept thinking that. Like, yeah, I mean, if they, in plain and simple, if they had Mac Jones, they make the playoffs last year. Yeah, easily. Yeah, for sure. All right, that's enough Aaron Rodgers talk. I'm, I'm kind of glad it's over. The saga is over. Yes, we have moved on, so. and now we just get to hear about the offseason nonsense. And I'm excited to see him in the media in New York. But outside of that, I'm done with this whole saga. All right, we're going to go through some NFL draft round one rumors, kind of round one, more like uh, day one, Close day to. two. Yeah, we, we added some things, and we're going to give a rating of smoke, small chance, 50-50. That makes sense, but I'm not sure if it's happening, and then I think it's happening. Um, so we have, I think, 13 things here that we're going to go through, so let's get into it. The first one, the one that is dominating the conversation the Texans are not going to take a quarterback in the first, but very specifically with the second overall pick. Randy, what do you think? I hate to start this on the fence, but I have to do a 50-50. Yeah. Because logically, you could have just one quarterback, and that could be Bryce Young, that you think is a real difference maker quarterback. And I'm perfectly fine with that kind of decision-making. I think – if you've gone through the process and gone through all of these top four and that's your thinking, the other guys don't move the needle for you. You'd rather punt the position for another year and figure it out, you know, get the rest of the team up to par because this is not anywhere near a contending team, even if they end up getting the best quarterback of this class. So for that part, (laughs) I'll give it to 50, 50, because if we're talking about them, taking let's say Tyree Wilson because that's the overwhelming favorite at two and then trading up to five for Will Levis that's ridiculous no team would do that yeah with a brain because you don't you don't take the chance of the quarterback you want sliding (laughs) you take the chance of a defensive prospect that's all potential sliding yeah for sure um I'm going to go with makes sense to me though. Um, you know, like and that's, that's a, so I feel like that's a diss the Texans more than anything. Yes. 100%. So my, I mean, if, if I did a, I did a, what I would do mock draft while I was driving today and I had like five typos. Safe. Yeah. <laughs> problematic. Um, but I had like five typos, so I deleted it. But what I would do is I would, if I were the Panthers, I would take Stroud. And then if I were the Texans, I would take Bryce Young. In the reverse scenario where Bryce Young is off the board, I am just taking CJ Stroud at number two overall, and I'm mailing it in. Like that is a home run of a selection in my opinion. But because they are the Texans and because, you know, there are a lot of things that actually do make this make sense. You have extra capital next year. You have the ability to trade back from 12 or two and gain even more capital to where you can actually go entice a team next year and go get Caleb Williams. You, If you draft a quarterback right now, the clock is not in your favor. You know, there was a, those discussions uh, with the bears. Like, do you trade Justin Fields and reset your quarterback clock or your contending window? The Texans aren't going to hit a contending window. So I understand maybe punting for one more year, Seeing what you have in Davis Mills, I don't think that the book is written on him being, you know, I think he's probably a low-level starter, but also he's going to be in a different type of offense this year. So maybe you just throw him out there, you take your defensive stalwarts, and then you just kind of go from there. Now, it's flawed thinking, but the Texans are flawed, and they there's a reason they are here at two and not picking first overall 
because of a lot of the flawed things that have happened. And that brings me back to the shit on the Texans and their flawed uh, thinking over the last few years. And that does add back up because arguably if you do take two defensive or two prospects that aren't a quarterback in these first two picks, are you picking again next year? That's what Casario has to be thinking. True. Even if, even if he's getting full confidence, (laughs) which I don't think is the case, but even if he is, he should not be confident in that kind of likelihood. No. Yeah. At least like, Sorry, Sorry, I think I flipped. My screen, yeah. I flipped a bit. Uh, but at least like the Colts, like it seems like that regime is on the edge, <laughs> and I feel like they've been given more rope than this Texans front office will. So uh, again, if you like a quarterback here, if you like two quarterbacks here, there's no chance, in my opinion, you don't take a quarterback at two. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna hop around a little bit. Just that's fine. Be- because so on that topic uh will levis has become the favorite to be the second quarterback off the board what rating are you giving that i'm giving that a zach wilson no um <laughs> i'll 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 give it a makes sense okay and it's because of the teams he's rumored to and we've already just talked about him the texans and the colts yeah. so with those two teams and even I'll throw the Titans in there. I I think Levis makes sense for them. I think that's the type of quarterback they like. I think the small rushing upside, people are going to be very confident in. Uh, Will Levis at his ceiling is an athletic Kirk Cousins. So uh, <laughs> what that does for you, I'm not quite sure. Uh, <laughs> that's just yeah. basically a more steady Ryan Tannehill. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. we're, we're splitting hairs here, but the Texans, it seems like that's who they would like. I think the Colts would like that. Um, in ownership wise and all that, I think the Colts were pretty much like any of the four quarterbacks, especially with system wise. And we'll see with that. But Titans, I would think it'd be Stroud or Levis for them. Yeah. I'm going to give this a small chance. Um, And the reason I even give it any chance is because if the Texans do pass on a quarterback at two, the Cardinals might not find a trade partner at three. And so then if Levis is the QB two or one on the Colts board, then sure, I could see that. However, uh, we, we talked about this in a text thread. Everything's been quiet on the Anthony Richardson front since the combine. And I... Some people will say, well, we're not hearing anything. Daniel Jeremiah, I think, said, you know, I haven't heard anything on him. That is purposeful. I think that there are probably 10 or 11 teams that probably want to go up and get Anthony Richardson, and they are not saying a word about him. And so I know people will push back and say, well, but Malik Willis, they didn't hear anything on Malik Willis after the combine. It is not the same. I promise you. If you go read uh, Bruce Feldman's article on The Athletic today, it was a flurry of quarterback coaches just raving about Anthony Richardson. I find it hard to believe that those quarterback coaches get in a room with the scouts and with, you know, I'm sure they ask coaching opinions in a lot of these rooms. And I would find it hard to believe that they wouldn't pound the table for Anthony Richardson to be there. So I think he's going to be the QB too. That's why I say small chance. Which is fair, and th- like again, all four of these top guys, and you could even go all five of the top five, they have major strong points and major flaws. So yeah. there's no, for me, I don't think teams are willing to take, teams aren't willing to trade up for someone that isn't their QB1 and maybe QB2. So that's why there might not be as many trades as we're envisioning, but I, I do think that teams are going to be, We've already seen from multiple people that some people have Levis and Richardson as day two. Some people have Stroud as back end of the first. Some people have Stroud as first. Some people have Richardson as first. The only thing we're not really seeing the change is Bryce Young is top two. Yeah. And I think it's because he's he's safe with a high floor, and it makes sense, uh, even though he needs a high floor. 
uh, to help them see over stuff. So yeah. uh, it was right there. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> so that's like the quarterbacks. I really am not going to be shocked who goes where. Yeah. Unless, unless it's like, I'd be shocked if the Titans take Richardson. Yeah. But just because it doesn't seem like the type of quarterback Rapel wants. Yeah. Well, and we, you know, He's not Malik Willis, but we just saw that with Malik Willis. Where oh, yeah, he's a he's much not... better version of Malik Willis. But, I mean, there's a reason Vrabel was in disgust multiple times last year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, that you know, you brought up trades in that discussion. That leads us to the next one, trades over-under. We set the over-under at five and a half. Uh, the reason for that, so over the last two years, the average is six. There were nine trades last year. In the first round, there were three the year before. Um, the 2020 COVID year, I didn't look that one up. I think that was zero or one. Uh, because remember, we were like, no one knows what's going on. They didn't get to meet with anyone. Uh, there's going to be 25 sure. trades. And then I think nothing happened. And everyone was disappointed. But over under five and a half, what rating? The closer we get to this, the more I want to say over. But I'm going to say under for basically the points I was just talking about. I think the only way we go over is if we have two trades for quarterbacks, and I'm not sure we do. Yeah, I I think that's a good way to frame it. But I'm going to put it at over. I'm going to put it at over because I think there will be two trades for quarterbacks. I think um, I don't want to spoil my mock. Um, but I, I think there's one coming up to three and I think that there's one coming up to the eight to 10 range to get ahead of the Titans. And to add into this, I'm going to transition into a couple other points we have here because I think they go hand in hand with this mm-hmm. and that is the Seahawks and lions and their draft stockpile of mm-hmm. picks and we have in here either of them drafting the QB in the first or in fairness in the first two rounds, I'd say, because there's a chance you could take Hooker in the second. Um, and then another point is them having three first round picks because both have not only multiple second rounders, they have two, they mm-hmm. also have third rounders mm-hmm. and then a lot of capital past then and capital for the future. So, it's hard to bring 10 rookies into camp, let alone 13, 14. So they're, they will be trading up. It's just, do they package a second and a third? One of their, their high second and a third to get out to the late first. Is it going to take both seconds and maybe a fifth or fourth kickback? Like either way, I think one of, if not both have three first round picks. Okay. So, on that front, we also have, are they drafting a quarterback? And I think yeah. those two go hand in hand because I also think there's a world in which the Lions go up and draft a quarterback or the Seahawks go up and draft a quarterback and they still have enough capital to get back up into the first. Yeah, 100%. So, so both of <laughs> these things could happen in my mind. Um I think only one of them is going to happen for one team. I don't think both of these teams are trading up extensively. Um, They might move up a couple spots to get a guy, but that's not going to take a whole lot of capital. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, if you can, especially like both those teams don't have very many holes. Uh, Quarterback of the future, I will say is on there. But besides that, we could pinpoint like, Listen, like your playoff teams, if we can sure up these two or three holes early, I mean, you can really knock this out of the park. So if you could, as, say, the Seahawks get Will Anderson and Kalaja Kansi and Joey Porter Jr., um, you would be, like, <laughs> ecstatic as fan base and as that team going into this season knowing, holy crap, we just – reshaped our defense for the future the next picks we could focus on maybe a linebacker or we can get an offensive lineman to sure up those little bit of holes we have there we can get another receiver to sure up those holes 
which both teams have wide receiver roles, especially Lions now for the first part of the season. So it's crazy, but I think it's a mixture of like, well, and if they do that, then obviously I think they they could still get someone in the third round that they really value. They could package and trade back those later picks for more later picks next year for more flexibility. It's a lot of craziness they can do, and I'm very excited to see what both those teams do because they could absolutely kill this draft, and both teams have history of reaching and kind of ruining their drafts a bit. So This is true, but now let's recall the last couple of drafts for both of them, and yeah, you're feeling – For Seattle. Let's... <laughs> just, just one, for sure. But then you're starting to feel like, okay, they could – I mean, this is dynasty – potential here yeah this is but, but it's like warrior style yeah so i think i think this is happening one of them will draft a quarterback and one of them will have three first round picks it's fair so. i don't hate that position uh because we've discussed also through text thread you know if one of these two trade up to three there's a good chance they trade back from 18 or 20 to kind of soften that blow a bit, knowing that they have the two second-round picks and not trading out of the first necessarily, but trading back. Yeah, for sure. And honestly, if I'm a team this year and I have three second-round picks, I'm not pissed either because the second round is really where a lot of this draft class is the best players are going to go for future fits. Maybe not the the blue chip, like obviously for that reason, but I don't think most NFL teams view more – then I'd say the highest a team 15. has is 21st round grades in this class. Yeah. And they yeah. have 30 to 40 second. <laughs> at least. At least. Yeah. I, I would say even that's, upwards of 50. Like, yeah. So to get two. value, that's where that comes in. Yeah. Speaking of trading back or trading up to three, Cardinals trading out of three. We have heard that that is a potential option, obviously, that, you know, um, I think that's, that's clear to see that they would like to move back. Uh, what, what would you give this uh, classification here, Randy? Uh, I'm going to say, I think it's happening unless no one will give them anything, <laughs> which I don't see that being a possibility. I, I think the Cardinals 100% know that they are full out for this season they're not going to make the playoffs because at best Kyler plays eight games in my opinion. And so you basically have to win two to four games without Kyler with Colt McCoy. Mm. I'm not liking those odds, um, especially in a pretty stacked division. So for that reason, I'm out, Um, but sorry, I had to. Uh, (laughs) So that's why I think they're, they're understanding, Hey, let's get more flexibility. We have, no staples of this team. Our only staple is Kyler Murray, who won't be playing. So let's I mean, your only other staple is Buda Baker, who's on asking for a trade. So they need to fill out every aspect of this team. They need as many picks as possible this year and next year to really get back to where they were supposed to be this last year. Yeah. Yeah. This is an I think it's happening as well. Uh I just the more I think about it, the they're going to get something and maybe they don't get what they wanted. Uh, and maybe that sucks for them, but also take whatever you can get. I think they're still going to get their guy wherever they move back to, unless, unless it's a, an insane trade, which we never really see uh, occasionally, but like someone in the twenties comes up into the top five. That's rare. So um, the, to- the only team that I see that being a possibility is Vikings, which we talked about. And, as much as those are rumors, like, I don't see how it's possible. The Vikings are kind of void of a lot of picks these next two years. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, it makes more sense for them as a team to trade back in the first than to trade multiple first round picks, multiple day two picks, and possibly a player to go up to Probably three. Probably a player. But if they're absolutely loving a quarterback, I get it, but again, you have a quarterback. Is he the best ever? No. Is he middle of the league? Yeah. <laughs> Can he win you ball games? Yeah. yeah. So to to mortgage your entire future while still having that guy under contract 
and really not a lot of places to send him, it's it's going to be tough. You're not going to get a great return on investment on him, and you're it's just not going to yeah. be a good sign. Yeah, I don't. I really don't think. I don't think they come up that far. I think they could yeah. still come up, but I think they're going to have to wait a little bit. I mean, 10, 10 makes sense. Nine, Nine would. doesn't really in division yeah, eight and seven. Seven I mean, maybe, but even still, like that's going to take the next three years of first round picks. You can only trade three the, years out. If the Titans don't take the guy at 11 that they like, then maybe 12 because it would make sense for the Texans, especially yeah. if they did take a quarterback at two. It, it, it's all those kind of situations makes it weird. And yeah. they all three of their division mates are in the top 13. <laughs> yeah. it, it really cuts off cuts off trade possibilities because they're not going to let you cut over a quarterback. Well, not only that, but I mean, they already gave one of their picks to Detroit last year for Hawkinson, which was a weird trade yeah. in the first place. Um, so but he was their second best pass catcher down the stretch. He's he going to right be now this as year. Well. Yeah. So, Unless they he will be this year. So yeah. it definitely worked out for both teams, but that was for a tight end that they didn't view signing long term. Yeah. It's not it's giving up a pick for a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> For sure. Um, okay, on that front, um, so do you do you think the Vikings do come up? I guess give that a. No, I personally do. So smoke, smoke on that one. I, I think it's I think small chance because I don't think they come anywhere near the top seven, but I think there's a small chance they mortgage their future to get up. It's just tough to tough okay. to watch. Yeah, I I give it a 50-50 because I do think I think there's a shot that they they do come up in this draft, but for Abijan Robinson or for one of these receivers. Now, if a quarterback's fallen all the way to 15, I think that's likely to get ahead of Washington, to get ahead of the Bucs. I think that's to get ahead of Detroit and Seattle again. That's likely to me. That would be 50-50. Yeah, it's just all the way up. I I'm not having. That's fair. I ten's my cutoff. Ten is where I think they start to consider. Um, kind of like the Bears with Justin Fields. You know, the Bears yeah. came up for Fields when he started to fall. Um, okay, on that front, Titans. Do you think they're trading up for a quarterback? No, I, I think it's small chance. Um, because I don't. I think they would trade with the Raiders. I think that's a very likely trade. I think the Raiders have a lot of holes. I think the Titans have a lot of holes. So I think the Raiders would be comfortable moving to 11. I think the Falcons would be comfortable moving to 11. But to get up to three, I think they're going to have to give up too much that they're not going to see it as valuable, especially if the Texans don't pick a quarterback at two, I don't see how the Titans are moving up to three. It makes no sense to me. I mean, to get the guy over your division rival, I get, but man, to get, I mean, you're giving up a lot at that point. And, you know, we talked about timelines and, and you know, windows. They are not on a, a path to competitiveness this year. I know Vrabel's an impatient guy. Um, and I think that that factors into why he despises Malik Willis. He doesn't want to sit and wait. He wants to win. And that's a, a qualities of a good coach, but on that front, like just stick with Tannehill for another year and then figure it out. Like you, you've got Tannehill under contract. And that's, that's the other thing. They won games with Tannehill even last year. Yeah. Even with some sloppy play. Um, that's the more of the reason I'm not like, they're not going to three for me and they might go up a couple spots and give up a second or a third, you know, and, just yeah. move up slightly, get the guy they really want, and then still probably not play him. Uh, you yeah. know, because uh, I think they are comfortable with Tannehill. And in, in without trading up everything, you could sit at 11, get a tackle you desperately need, or a versatile offensive lineman you desperately need, and let these two quarterbacks fight it out for giving you a better pick next year. And yeah. then you're not trading up as much to get the guy you want. 
for sure. Uh, we're going to wrap up trade talk here in a second. Uh, I know that's been dominating. Uh, Steelers trading up with the draft. I know. <laughs> uh, there's been a lot of rumors out there that the Steelers are looking to move up, whether that's for an offensive tackle, whether that's for Jalen Carter, remains to be seen. Uh, so, And the Bears have been a common trade partner, I think, because of the previous relationship and the fact the Bears probably want their picks back. Um, but do you think that the Steelers are going to be trading up with the Bears? Or what rating would you give this? I'd say 50-50. Um, wow. Mainly because I think the Falcons are an option too, and I think the Eagles are an option. Um, okay. Raiders, there's always bad blood there. I don't know if they move back that far uh, and help out the Steelers. And, yeah. Uh, it's just they're never going to like each other. They Do respect think- each other, never going to like each other. So, yeah, fair. Do you think the Steelers are, like, 100% coming up, though? Like No. So that's okay. – I think that they have – this is under the impression that I think they have a clear corner one and they have a clear tackle one, and then they love Jalen Carter, which I think most teams love Jalen Carter's talent, effort, and off-field, probably not. So that's <laughs> just yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I think that's the scenario of, okay, if we get to seven, eight, nine, ten, and Paris Johnson's still there and Christian Gonzalez is still there or Jalen Carter's still there, I think they're very much one of the teams willing to give up 17-32 and get a pick back or, you know, get as much up to – little as up as they can, but get up and get that guy that they deem is – the best fit for their roster in this class. Yeah. And if all three are gone, obviously they're not coming up, but I mean, I think they have a top three on the board and that's what they're looking at. Cause I don't, I think in their mind, they're not getting any of those three at 17. Maybe. So my, my uh, kicker here, I guess, is that I'm not certain. I I'm fairly certain Devin Witherspoon is their corner one. I, you know, Just Steelers. Fair. I'm I'm like I'm like seventy percent sure. I know, but that's, like that's mentality. Their, that's their mentality. But see, like we we did this whole dance with Herbert mentality from Oregon too. And, I know, and he was fine. Uh, but I, I mentality. He fits Lions. He fits Steelers. He fits Raiders. You know, yeah. he fits Ravens. Like that. That's the style of Witherspoon. That's the guy in your face that he is and i and i'm perfectly fine with that he's a vocal leader and i think i agree with that but that height weight speed i know <laughs> the I steelers know. are going to love <laughs> i know i know but th- what i was also i i feel confident too that so if i think that uh devin witherspoon is their cb1 then i have a toss-up on cb2 because if we're talking height weight speed Deontay Banks b- belongs in that conversation. And so then it it's like, eh, I don't know which one they'd prefer. So I'm not sure that they'd move up because I think they're going to get one of those two players. Yeah. But probably. in the same regard, you were saying that they could, they would like any, they would like any of the top four corners. Potentially. But do they like any of the top four tackles or do they really want one of them? And then Jalen Carter just throws everything off the wall. Well, and they they also have extra capital, yeah. um, and so they're also one of these teams that I think could end up with two first round picks when all is said and done. They have thirty two. That's technically they, <laughs> they do, but I, I actually don't know. Is the draft ending with the Chiefs pick? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. I've seen it like posted in those ways. What are they going to do when the Dolphins pick is on there? Like, just skip uh, it. They might even announce that this pick is forfeited. That'd be sick. I'm excited for that. I mean, All in right. fairness, they should. They, yeah, 100%. All right, we're going to go rapid fire through some final trades before we get to some other stuff and then get out of here. Players uh, to be traded before or during the draft. Aaron Rodgers. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, number one, Lamar Jackson. Do you think that he's traded before or during? I'll... Small chance. Because I think there's always a small chance in this kind of situation, sure. but it's like 10%. Yeah, I think that's high. 
I'd say, I'd say the Ravens are making a concerted effort to do the things that Lamar wants. I don't think they want to trade him. I don't think they'll panic trade him right now. I think they could trade him at a later time, potentially if things just go south. But it's, but then you're you're only guys to trade with are the people that missed out which isn't going to be that many people maybe five quarterbacks in the first two rounds maybe though because like think about it say to a so say you wait until training camp and someone gets hurt in the preseason and then boom another one opens up like say the Trey Lance experience isn't going well for San Francisco. They don't feel like rolling with Darnold, so they go out and get Lamar or something like that. Like, I think those are always a chance, but. But also, I just don't think he's getting traded. I think he's a Raven for life. The longer we wait, the more likely he's playing this year's a Raven and possibly only this year's a Raven. Yeah, I think that's fair. Brought up Trey Lance. Uh, odds he is traded before or during. 25 so i'd still say small chance yeah i give it lower than that i just perfectly fine it's it's a tough case of can you bring both to camp because the smart play is bring both to camp and make lance prove to you why you picked him there which i think he's very capable of doing and then if he's not figuring it out he's not leading this team when purdy's healthy which Apparently might be this season, uh, <laughs> which is a whole other thing we never really got into. Then he can win the job over. But yeah. yeah, but if you want no controversy or questions going into the camp, you move on. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Also, Purdy could either be healthy for this season or not play at all, from what I've heard. So it's pretty wild. Yeah, it's. Uh, that the reporting out of that is crazy. Brock Purdy himself said, I might not play this year. All right, bud. Well, figure it out. Uh, all right, Delvin Cook, before or during, uh, odds that he is traded. I'll go 50-50. I was going to say makes sense. I think it's over 50%. I think... Uh, there have been a lot of reports that he's not going to be on the team at that salary, and they might just cut him. That's why I give it a stronger chance that. But he that's not. Gets traded. It's not if he's on the team or not. It's if he's traded. Was the question? I think they'll. I think they'll. I don't. I honestly don't think they're getting more than a fourth or fifth back for him. And people are going to be like, "What the hell? That's a crazy value for Dalvin Cook." But like money, people and old. He's old. Um. But I, I think he gets traded on day three. There's gonna be there's gonna be some teeth that gets him that we're just like, God damn it. Yeah. Like it's gonna it's gonna mess up some shares for sure, but it'll be the Texans or something on on day three. Seahawks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean there are a ton of teams that make sense. Destroy too. everything. Uh I mean Cowboys. honestly the Eagles make the most sense. I think the Bears make sense. Uh, Falcons make a ton of sense. Ironically, yeah. all picking next to each other. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think this one is fairly likely, just not for a while. Uh, I think it'll be Saturday. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins traded before or during? Uh, I think it's happening. Okay. For what's the compensation? Day two pick. Third round? Most likely. Uh, I know in the lockdown they had a, a mock draft series of all their lockdown hosts basically picking for their teams with basic with massive war rooms. Like that that one they had the Cardinals trade thirty four and Hawkins for twenty seven to the Bills. Uh, and in my mind, that's the Bills and Cardinals valuing Hopkins as a third. Yeah. A first so thirty four and 70 for 27. Yeah, that makes sense. That sounds like fair value. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, I give this like a 50-50 though. Um, I just don't know if it gets done on on the draft days. Um, You're right. It happened before. 
it could. I, I really hope it doesn't happen before this mod gets out there. Um, <laughs> next one, uh, the one that has it's starting to get some buzz. I kind of mentioned it a while back, uh, probably in January. Deontay Johnson, uh, what are you giving this one? Can I put a I hope it's happening? Yeah. Yeah, We you make the rules, man. I don't, I don't like Kenny Pickett. So <laughs> to get one of the best receivers and one of the most, you know, this reminds me of Jarvis Landry when he was traded to the Browns. I just I hope like it that. has a better outcome than that, even though Jarvis Landry was a, a massive leader in helping the Browns become a, a true franchise again. Uh, and not just an absolute dumpster fire, uh, at least on the field. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. and that's, you know, an, a guy that was really leading a team and their only real weapon. And then they just moved on for new blood. And I think it's worked out for the Dolphins in the long run, but they've made a ton of moves since then mm-hmm. <laughs> to yeah. where that doesn't even matter at a certain point. So that's kind of, and obviously I think if they're moving Deontay, that means they're driving receiver in the first. They're probably trading the thirty second to get up and grab one. So maybe I don't know. It might be one to go. Chargers. I mean, I'm calling my shot on the Chargers. I'm just saying, (laughs) if you could get, and that's the thing. What are you getting for Deontay? Day two pick. He, the reason is he's got a really team friendly deal. Um, yeah. Because he, I mean, he didn't have much leverage, but like a second or third round pick, I think, gets it done. Third, probably. Oh, man. If you can give, if Vikings could trade a second or a third for Deontay Johnson and then trade back in the first, like they trade their 23 third. back yeah. to recoup that. Yeah. Holy hell. <laughs> that in theory they could trade the they're in the eighties, I think. So I think that'd be two it done. receivers getting 110 plus targets and yeah. a tight end getting 80 plus targets. Yeah. And a new running back, clearly, because we both think Dalvin Cook's gone. Um yeah. they signed Alexander Madison back. So um How's Jay Spears? Here we go. Yeah, right. Uh last couple. We already talked about the Titans, so just briefly, Derrick Henry has been floated around. There's a rumor that he's an Eagle already. Um, that's not true. That didn't Small happen. Chance. <laughs> okay. And Tannehill, I would say smoke. There's Small no chance. chance. I would say uh, no I think chance. I I agree that smoke is definitely the thing, but I think it's small chance. Because yeah. I like in my mind, if you trade up to three, you're then trying to trade Tannehill for whatever you can get. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of fair in in theory, though, because like having that Tannehill around helps. It's like a Jimmy G. Yeah. It's like a Jimmy G, kind of. Did he oh. help? No, it, he caused a lot of issues. Actually, exactly. It was actually the worst situation they yes, could have possibly put trailer. Kind of my point. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's hit a couple more, and then we get, we'll get out of here. Bajan Robinson drafted over under sixteen and a half. Is that the official line? By the way. Did you make that line? I think I've made the line. Okay. I don't think there's an actual line for Bijan over under. Okay. Uh, at least at least just DraftKings Sportsbook. Okay. Because yeah. I don't think he's one of their player-specific props. Um, okay. This one's hard. <sighs> this one's really hard. hard. Because the Steelers could move up, and then that puts anyone possible at 17 that could pick him. But also, would I be shocked if people get ahead of the commanders? Would I be shocked if Bill took him at 14? No. Absolutely not. Would That's I be shocked if the thing. Texans took him at 12? No. <laughs> they should. All of these teams should. I think that's where, like... And, and that's the other thing. Like, we're in no way going to be shocked if any team trades up to six, to 15 to get ahead of the commanders who could easily take him mm-hmm. <laughs> and take him there. And the jets move back again to recoup this as yeah. kind of a fail save for Rogers. And then you can still draft offensive lines, still draft whatever else you need and kind of 
pool your money together type situation as well as get back in the game a bit. So I'm going to go over, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I think... I think 18 is the spot he goes. Yeah. I think someone comes up to get him ahead of the Bucks because I think he is gone. Yes. At, I think 19 is his floor. I don't think he gets past the Bucks. Um, and with the Bucks quarterback room, if a quarterback they love isn't there, I think they take BPA, which on everyone's board at that point would absolutely be Bashan Robinson. Yeah. We talked about blue players, like blue chip players. He is one of maybe five yeah, in this draft. Seven, yeah, not even a question. So who are you, who would you classify as like your blue players in this? Bajan, Bajan is Bajan and Will Anderson probably be my ones. Yeah, um, Jalen Carter, but Jalen even Carter. Talent. I have my concerns. Top level Jalen Carter is blue chip, no question. But there's a lot of concerns there. I'm not even talking off the field. Um, that's I about it. Put, yeah, I, I can't put any the quarterbacks in it. I can't put any of the offensive linemen. Broderick's close for me. I can't put any of them. Because none of them, to me, are on Panay level, which is what I feel blue chip. Uh, I can't put any of the other edge rushers. You know, I don't value potential as blue chip. Agreed. And the Wilson or the yeah the Tyree versus Anderson debate that teams are possibly having is production po- versus possibility, and I'm going to take the fucking production. I don't care if he played well in a scheme that allowed him to do a bunch of twists and stuff. Guess what? You're allowed to do that too, dumbass. Uh, <laughs> he's yeah. the best player uh, yeah. in the draft, possibly, but in my opinion. It's uh, yeah. And I think that says a lot. There's a lot of talk devaluing the running back position, and that is a pure running back that can only plod through, only carrying the ball. Bajan Robinson is an absolute weapon, and he's a game changer. Uh, he is what Reggie Bush would be in this day and age, plus. Yeah. And that's saying something. Yeah, and that's what like I'm going over too, but like that's wrong, right? Like he's he's going before this pick. We just don't know where he should. We just can't. <clears throat> and I think it's we both think he's going 18 or 19 or 21. Yeah, he's also or 20, no. I get I, yeah. he's going 18 to 21. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, um, five wide receivers in the first. So the line is actually three and a half. So four wide receivers yeah. in the first. Uh, you go first because this is hard. So I would do – I'm going to do the over of three and a half but under a five. I think it's four. What are your four that go in the first? Jason, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. I think Addison is a clear one. I think Flowers is a clear one. And I would put Quentin Johnson there. But I think between Quentin Johnson, Hyatt, Tillman, Josh apparently Harris. fucking Mingo, uh, <laughs> someone's going. I think that's fair. I'm going under. I think it's three. And I think there's a massive wide receiver run that starts in the early second. Yeah. Which is why I put the other part in here in the top 50 – are you saying there's going to be more wide receivers or more tight ends? Because it seems like the league is valuing the tight end class more than the wide receiver class. And I think that's probably fair. It is fair. Uh, so in theory, let me as count. He his, as he looks at his three-round mock that he's posting in a day or two. <laughs> yeah, that was done and is now not done. Um, thank you, Brian Gutekunst. Um, I think there are more. Wide receivers barely. <laughs> five to four. <laughs> That's actually surprising. It's just five and four. But it's in top, the top 50. I, yeah, in top 100, I get it. it's a bit different. And, you know, it, it. I mean, there's only, what, 63 picks in the first two rounds. So this is like barely, it's a weird cutoff. But it is. It's a classic number for people. It's the top fifty pick. You know, 
Yeah. So that's why I put it in there. Here's my other thing. Um, I could also see three tight ends in the first round and we're just, I mean, I've seen that a little bit in the media, but also I just, I don't know what teams think of Darnell Washington. And I don't know what teams think of Luke Musgrave. I, I think do... people are going to have Darnell Washington as the top 20 player on their board. I've been there for a while and then I kind of pivoted away from it. Um, it's not on my board. I'm just telling you what I know. <laughs> well, and I no, I don't, he's not on mine either, but I also understand it. Like, yes, hundred percent. But who I, takes a lot him? of anyone? <laughs> That's the, like, I, but, yeah, even I get it. like, I don't think the Cowboys do. Because I think if they're drafted a tight end in the first, it's going to be more of a pass-catching weapon because they're not taking a receiver to really be like a wide receiver two of the future. So to get a tight end that's a move piece of the future, that makes sense. And they already have two tight ends that they like. They might not be top-level weapons, but they're good blockers, at least a little bit. So you don't need Washington to sit and develop. But Bengals, to sure up that position as well, as let him develop as a passer where you have Irv Smith that could be more of that receiving thread. Uh, Packers make a ton of sense uh, because they, we know they don't want to actually give pass catching weapons to quarterbacks. You might as well get one. That's kind of that. Um, I, I mean, there's, there's plenty. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, wa- Washington makes a lot of sense. Washington makes some sense. So, I know they like John Bates, but uh, Logan uh, Thomas is old and was not productive. Last I think year, they so. take a tight end this year, no question. I just darn now is he the guy? The way they when they used Logan Thomas the best, he was the receiving threat. So that's sure. why I'm like, that was also think, before Ron. Yeah, I think him. they might like Mayor more, uh, Musgrave, Laporta. Like that's more of who I pictured them going for. That's Washington, but I still think he's a top Washington to me is a top 50 pick. No doubt. Absolutely. Agreed. Yeah. Musgrave's the one I'm questioning. I think I, he is. There's a lot of people that would have him as a, as one, like their one or two, it seems. I know. And it's NFL bloodlines. Like I, it's just tough to find a spot for all, all the tight ends because we don't normally see it. So it's like really yes. tough to figure out who's doing this it. This is the best tight class and that I can remember. And yeah. we had a, a class where, like, well, there's these two were obviously going to the first. And then we had one where, like, well, he's obviously a top 10 pick. So let's say, you know, yeah, it's a very deep tight end class and a very good top five or six. Yeah, agreed. Uh, okay. Uh, last one Hendon Hooker, round one quarterback. What classification? I hate this so much, but 50-50. Cop out. (laughs) It's a cop out because I don't think anyone sits and picks him. I don't think anyone sits at their pick and picks Hennett Hooker. What are the Vikings? Who've been, like, rumored to really like him. It'd be... (sighs) They've been rumored to like all the quarterbacks, though. I think that's just part of it. It is tough for me... Because the Vikings need so much help with defense, and they need a wide receiver too, and they need a quarterback of the future. So for me, if I'm the Vikings, and there's not a quarterback, I'm absolutely like he's the top one or two in this class, no question. And there's not a receiver there that I love. I'm out because yeah. I got I don't have a third next year. I don't have a plethora of picks. I'm getting as many day two recoup some picks here, figure this out, take as many shots as you can on the board here because they are a playoff team that lost a ton on defense and are getting old. They need to replace a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's completely fair. Uh, I, you know, uh, it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense that the NFL would value Hendon Hooker that way. Um, I've thought this was smoke for the longest time. Um, like I, I just can't, how, how do you, how do you watch that film and come out with round one for sure? Let's take him there. Um, to but me, I, I think it's to happening. Me, fifth year option is the only reasoning. Well, he'll be 54. He'll be 30. 
same thing <laughs> but yeah you're right uh, i know we're not 30 yet but you just <laughs> you just said some mean things to a lot of people <laughs> yeah yeah i mean especially um you know jeff uh who we make fun of for being old um can't wait to see him <laughs> i know uh speaking of we'll we'll talk about that soon in terms of we're, we're gonna have a draft show uh, i don't know what feed it's gonna be on since we're kind of done um so that means how many so are you doing a mock draft randy yeah um i'll probably just tweet it out without sick. explanations yeah i mean <laughs> sick that's, that's just for accountability purposes um, sure and then we'll we normally do a contest um between us and a couple friends but i think it's just going to be Randy and I, and then anyone who, you know, anyone who has a mock draft and wants to get in, we'll, we'll track it for you. Sure. I'll, we'll, we'll figure it out, but so we have a scoring. Mean, that would, that's just me. That yeah. just volunteered he's me for that. It <laughs> is a point tracker, but if, if you are watching and you want to uh, submit, just shoot me a DM. I'll convince Randy to do it, but we have like a scoring system and everything. Uh, Randy, how many picks do you think you're going to get correct on your final mock draft? So I wanted to pull up last year. <laughs> Cause like perfectly correct. Two, three. I got perfect correct last year, and, and I. One was I mean, like nine. I. I scored like you beat me last year. Did I? Yeah, but that was I, my first I year won, beating you. Yeah, I won easily the, the first two years. Yeah. So, as a what redemption, I'm gonna say that I'll get six correct. Holy hell, that's way too many. <laughs> but I'm saying it. Um, I I want to I want to find this three four. How many did you I get got? Right? Uh, you got six right last year. Wow, Walker Hutchinson, Stingley, Carloftis, McDuffie. Oh, yeah, so you got six. Shout out my Carloftis and McDuffie picks. Um, okay, so I think this year I'm gonna get four right. <laughs> Because and, and our scoring system isn't just if you get the exact one. That's so sure. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, um, and and I like our scoring system quite a bit. Um, okay, so four. You said six. Yeah, mainly because I want to win. Um, and and I got like the the one year I was like huddle report. I would have been like top three. <laughs> like in scores i had like eight or ten correct so yeah i want to get closer to that again i was listening to the last thing before we leave i was listening to the ringer nfl draft show the other day and uh they were asking they're like they were doing like oh these are the guys we're inviting to the draft room so we're gonna pick the guys that we think are gonna be locks to be first rounders and then like oh maybe you won't have to sit here for a long time which was a cool show uh good stuff over there uh danny kelly on there he, he didn't submit to the whole report he was able to but he didn't he counted up his picks right and it was 30 out of 32 it would have been the number one mock draft yeah. in, in by far uh and Easily. and everyone's like so you could have gotten you could have won the marathon uh but you just didn't submit your ticket to it so um we'll yeah, make sure we think- get you I don't think I'll ever get there, um, but I'll 30, So I think it was just 30 total players, correct? And yeah, it would have to be. But even then, like I... I mean... We're probably in the 20s. Like I... Malik Willis one, two, was the problem. Three, four, five. So I, I, I got 27 players, okay. right? Last year. So that's the thing. I'm good at it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. we were quarterbacks killed us last year. We were trying to fit him in. Yep, and then they didn't then, go. Like I... Brees Hall should have been first running back, no question. Yep, uh, and then some corners we thought should be first. Yeah, didn't. Yeah, Andrew Booth, baby. Uh, shout out to Vikings for finally taking my boy. Um, I think he's going to be good still. By the way, all right. Um, We'll be back on Thursday. Uh, Kevin, Jeff, Randy, and I are going to do a draft show of some sort. During the draft, we're going to uh, do a live stream and talk through every single pick. Um, you know, one one thing I get annoyed with watching the broadcast is they don't talk about every single pick consistently. 
um, in terms of actual. Yeah, I mean, they do, but I feel like they don't, um, you know, go in depth and, and give actual scouting reports. It's mostly the stories that they tell about the sad sadness in their family. Um, so we're going to go through everything on our, our live stream on Thursday. Yeah, I don't plan on talking about uh, how their great grandpa died at age two uh, or something <laughs> weird like ESPN. So uh, it's boy. Yeah. I'm so tired of that. Yeah, same. <laughs> it's the most obscene. Shit. Yeah. Plus, the good thing is we don't really know that stuff, so we can just talk about what kind of football yeah. player they are, and it's good stuff. So, oh god, this is gonna um, be randomly like he's a crack baby. If they lived in a car for 20 years, <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, ESPN loves to do that. Uh, hopefully, like, they tone that great. down. I'm glad he's year. made it, but like, I don't need to know that. It's going to be so much worse this year, too. And I'll tell you why off air because we need to go. Uh, Randy, do you have anything to add? No, let's let's do this. I'm, I'm excited, man. Let's, I know. It's a Drafts weird draft. I'm ready for the weirdness. It's the weirdest, man. All right. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday night for round one of the NFL draft for Randy Hall and Christian Williams. We'll talk to you guys then. See you.